What's happening, people? Welcome back to Hustle Smart. It's Shibs here. And today, we've got a new co-host. I mean, Alex is still here, just not here for this episode. But yeah, we've got a new co-host for today. I'm going to introduce yourself, Mr. New Co-host. Cool. Hi, guys. My name is Mr. CNL, but obviously, you know me as Tunde, if you see me about, obviously, my friends and family know. But um, yeah, literally, um, I just do... Um, a motivation page called um, Consistent and Living So it's the Consistent and Living Project I basically started this A few years ago If I'm dead honest Like, if, like whoever had me on Snap Like when I was back in uni They saw me like Just posting quotes that I used to Just take up Like a blank picture And just put A uh, quote by me I used to make like Loads of quotes I used to try to be as consistent As possible innit yeah. So I just thought, oh, let me do different quotes now. So when it's that third year, I kind of like had different inspirations, different thoughts. So it just mm-hmm. kept me like going, going. Then someone messaged me like said, like, bro, like, I can't, like, you need to put your quotes onto Instagram. Like, actually get yourself out there. Like, have mm-hmm. like a storage, like, vote where it's like, you can see all your quotes. You can mm-hmm. literally see your progress as well. So I thought, okay, cool. Like, let me see what it's saying. Yeah. So as I've done that now, I just thought, yeah, it's tough for this. Like, it tells a story as well. Yeah. Like before, I used to do like, like, like I was saying, I, I used to take like like pictures of like anything. Like let's yeah. say, oh, I'll be in here. I'll just take a picture of here and then just put a quote. Like even at one point, um, I must have had like a Greg's quote where I can't even remember where it is, but when I do get up, I'll send it to you yeah. um, later. Like um, I just used to take pictures. Then whatever's there, I'll just make a quote out of that. So yeah. I think something about golden toast or something. I can't remember, but something like that, innit? Literally, I was getting inspiration from everywhere and anywhere. Mm-hmm. Literally on my way to work and all these stuff. So, yeah, that's that's literally how to wrap up the Consistent Living Project. Just trying to provide motivation for, oh. like, those who, like, need it the most. You yeah, feel what I'm sure. saying? So what made you want to sort of get into, like, motivational speaking? Or what made you want to start a page? Or what made you just want to start putting out motivational stuff? Because a lot of the time it's like, you could find that motivation and keep it to yourself, but what made you want to put it out there? It started from six form, if I'm dead honest. Because long story short, I failed. I flopped that. Like, oh, yeah. I flopped with flying colours, bro. Like, <laughs> flying colours. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? That like, I was just like, damn. Like, I can't even, I can't even see my grades. They're yeah. crazy. Mm. But that then kind of pushed me. I just thought, you know what, yeah? I need to get into college and do this thing properly. Yeah. And then even like looking for colleges, that was a myth because yeah. it's like my grades weren't really saying much. Like my GCSEs were okay, cool. Like man, it's allowed me the job I have now. Yeah. Like, thank God. But it so was, was, it was not, did you flop yeah. A levels or GCSEs? A levels. Like, I flopped okay. A levels, and then I went to college. In your done, first year. Yeah, my first oh, year. Yeah. So then, yeah, trust me, bro. That broke my heart. Yeah, it actually broke my tough. heart. Yeah. So moving on to college. That was like the the push. I was like, yo, like get your motivation yeah. on. Like whatever traits you want, you can be inspired, you can be disciplined, you can be dedicated, yeah. persistent. Like we can keep going on and on. Mm-hmm. But what are you actually, what action are you putting now yeah. to get you to where you want? Because you want to go to uni, you want to be that accountant, yeah. right? But you actually need to push yourself. Mm-hmm. So I started getting a motivation for like Tumblr, like even at, um yeah. my boy Jono. Like he knows that like, from Tumblr, we just used to get quotes and like, he, he brought me into it. Okay. So from there, I just start, started looking at all these quotes, motivating mm-hmm. myself. And then, and I thought, you know what? I can do my own quotes and do my own thing. 
And then from there, just like little steps to doing. And then that's how CN, like, well, the, the way how the actual brand CNL came out, that's a whole different story. But yeah. just the motivation side, that's how it came from me. No, that's dope. In, so, yeah, in um, secondary school, we had this guy called um, Action. Action Bronson or Action Jackson? Yeah, Action Jackson. Did, did yeah, he come yeah, to yeah. your school as well? You he, he came to my college, you know. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, Action Jackson. Shout out Action Jackson. He came over to our school, and that's when I first sort of like affirmations and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny because I forgot about it till like two years ago, like last year. But yeah, so he came over to our school, started talking about affirmations, motivation, and all these things. And like when when you're quite young, you really I was hearing it because I was quite clued up but I was also like mm, like it's all good talking and all that stuff but it's like over the years like that sort of planted a little seed in me like he probably like you probably I probably didn't clock it till later on and then I, I think that's when I started listening to like Eric Thomas and all their motivational videos because yeah. like you know when you get to that stage like GCSE exam times or like A level exam times like those stages were hard so now, like, I feel like it's, it's dope because a lot of people definitely needed motivation around them times. Because, like, it's like, it's funny because every stage you're at, you always feel like everything depends on it. Definitely. So, like, you get to GCSEs and you're like, oh, shit, like, I need to mark this because, like, yeah. I need to get into that sixth form or to that college. Then you get into A-levels and you're like, oh, shit, I need to get into uni. So it's always, like, something depends on it. And it, it's, like, so, like... Heavy and like there's just so much like pressure and anxiety that comes with it. So now I stopped that you started the whole um motivational page and stuff like that. So like, how do you get motivated? Is it because it's all good reading a quote? I'm agreeing with it, but motivation is more than just like agreeing with a quote. Like, how do you get motivated for those like who may lack motivation and stuff like that? To be honest, my environment plays the yeah. biggest role. Mm-hmm. Like, from my sisters, my mom, my brother, like, my close friends around me. Like, they're all giving me little bits of them yeah. that I can now implement into my day. Like, um, one of my boys, he, he told me about try waking up at 4am or 4.30, go gym, have the rest of the day to do what you wanted to do. Do you so, do that? I actually tried it in university. I tried it in Virginia. How, how did that play out? It, it, it was amazing. It was different. Oh, yeah. It's like... Imagine you're waking up at 4.30, the gym's like 10 minutes down the road and then you quickly do gym. Then you but eat. what time are you sleeping though? You, you sleep at like 9, 10. Mm. Like 9 or 9 p.m., 10 p.m., not obviously in the AM. Yeah. <laughs> you got stuff to do, but yeah, so around like 9 a.m., 9 p.m., sorry, 9, uh, 10 p.m., then it's like, I'm thinking about sleep because I got, I'm doing so much. Like let's say I do uni from like 9 to 3 and then I'm doing like a library session at let's say 5 to 7. I'm not going to lie. After I'm going to go home, I might eat something and then I'm going to sleep. Like. But it just depends because I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I've done that all the time. Yeah, That would be a super cap. But it's like, when I could, I'll do it and then go from there. And honestly, it made a difference. Like, I'm even trying to practice that again now. That whole, consistent. that whole, way, the thing, that thing, the whole waking up early for me thing is like, end of the day you don't want to be tired do you get yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. like you can't be productive if you're tired so to me it doesn't really matter what time you wake up like my body naturally wakes up early because yeah. of like adjusting that like, working and just over the years 
But like for me, I feel like you can still wake up seven, eight, nine, ten, still have a productive day. Well, one thousand because a lot of people don't manage their time properly, and that's what it's down to: how you manage your time, what you're doing, the time you have. Because like end of the day, you can wake up at four thirty a.m. and then. Like so, like if you, I feel at the end of the day, I feel like whatever works for you works. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't yeah. prescribe what people should do. I just say yeah. from my own experience, and others say from theirs. And I feel like as long as you can manage your time and make sure you're making your day as productive as you can, that full thirty a.m. thing yeah. is a bit. It's, it's no, not ch- a bit trust of me. me, bro. It's it's not for the week. Can't yeah. understand. Yeah. Once you start it, it's either you continue yeah. or you you wake up at a time that's suitable for you because. I'm not going to recommend it to everyone. Mm-hmm. I would only say, try it. See how you feel. Manage your time. Like, let's say, wait, like, like start. If, if you are going to try it, start waking up at six, do a bit more, and then continue with it as normal. Mm-hmm. And then try to do like an hour before. But as you're doing that hour before, remember, your sleep is vital. You want to rest. You want to look yeah. after your body. So if you're sleeping at 12, 1, that's ridiculous. You're killing yourself, basically. Try to sleep at like 10, 11, and you start to see a difference, not only in the time you're waking up, but your sleeping pattern. Yeah. How you manage your, like, energy throughout the day. Because I won't lie, I've, I've tried it again, like, of recent. Yeah. And I won't lie, during, like, the hours of, like, 9 to 5 working, is like, my productivity is, like, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. Then, obviously, that's the break. Then yeah. 2, 3, 4, 5, yeah. you feel me? Mm-hmm. But if I have to stay late and do what i got to do, then it's, like, I'll just have to put headphones in and, like five, six, seven, eight, whatever time I'm still there, just like maximize the workload yeah. whilst like no one's in the office because you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got people trying to make you laugh. Yeah. You might distract yourself and all these little stuff, but it's just about focusing your mind and just do what you got to yeah. do, really. So, yeah, no, that's good. Like, so one of my habits last year was like utilizing my peak hours, like yeah. when I'm most active or when my brain is most active. And that's like when, as soon as you get into work, so making sure that I'm finishing all the big tasks as soon as I get in and everything that's important, I'm doing it first rather than after after lunch. Because you know, after yeah. lunch, you're just ready to go home now. Like, so yeah, for sure. Like it's good to know sort of when you're most productive and making the most out of it. Because like some people also are most productive at night. Yeah. I know for a fact I'm not like I just <laughs> full of sleep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely important to know when you're most productive and making sure you're doing everything you need to do them times, everything that's important them times as well. So, yeah, man. But you see in university, did you ever used to have like late nights where you might not even sleep throughout the whole night just to get this one assignment done? The thing is, I've never, I was never that kind of person. I was never that kind of person. I always like try and do things early before it's crunch time. Some people enjoy working under pressure and I was having this conversation with someone like, why do you like doing everything last minute? And they're like, oh, under pressure is when I perform the best. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can't. This a lot, I, yeah. I can't do my disco in in a week <laughs> or in four days, like or in two weeks. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, I have. I had to stop my disco like three months, six months, like just so I'm making sure I have enough time. Because yeah. like the type of person I am, I'm not the type that. When when things get overwhelming, it's like very hard for me to really focus. So yeah. like I'm not the type to stay up all night. I know for a fact that. If I just do it from early and break it down into stages, I wouldn't need to be doing all-nighters. And doing all-nighters does not mean you're actually mashing work or being productive. Do you get what I mean? It just shows that time management wasn't the best at that time. Exactly. And that's the thing. And even that even comes into like me trying not to always be busy. Do you get what I mean? Because like, that's the thing. A lot of people confuse like 
like um, productivity and um, not and working hard in a sense yeah. of just like working consistently. Like when you're working consistently, it's also like like I say to Alex every time, like focus on things that move the needle. Yeah. Like you can be working on so many things, but at the end of the day, what's actually bringing you the like biggest results or what's actually breeding results? Because you can be doing so many different things, but at the end of the day, it amounts to nothing. Yeah, and sure. then you could be actually like this is where the whole hustle smart came from. You could actually yeah. be hustling smart, focusing on things that move the needle, focusing on things that are of importance, and you could, like you could finish your day normal or early, and you don't need to be doing a whole all night stuff. Do you get what I mean? No, obviously, right. So just like I just sort of had to switch from like always being active and always just working, working, working. Because at the end of the day, you also need rest as well. And you can't do any work if you're not fully rested as well. So, yeah, that's that's one thing I clocked as well. Yeah, definitely. Because the whole resting thing, I feel like it's really underrated. It is. Because even last year, I was I was working way too hard mm-hmm. because it's like I graduated from uni. Yeah. I wanted a job. And then I see myself doing like crazy shifts at one point and it's like... Mm. Um, I was doing I was, like um, I was doing accounting like part time, like um, it was on Friday. I remember it. It's crazy. I, I done nine to five in the office, and then done like six to one in like um, my Weatherspoons, bro. Like, that's sixteen hours of work. Six to like, one a.m. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How many times a week, bro? After I done that, I never done that again. Mm. Like I actually respected myself. I thought, mm. what is like? Yeah, cool. You're making money, but. Bro, you're killing yourself. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's the 16 thing. hours of you to someone else and what? A few hours of break here and there mm-hmm. and then that, that two, three hours of sleep. Yeah. Covered. You, you know what I mean? It, it made no sense. After mm. that, I said to myself, I need to put my faith and energy into something that's actually going to give me time and energy to do my thing mm. plus more. So well, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Because I came across a tweet today. Yeah. That said, would you rather work 70 hours a week for a six-figure salary? And my answer was quite simple, yes. But 70 hours a week is a lot. But also, like, you have to also remember, like, that's what it takes. In my opinion. Like, if anyone's doing, like, 30, 40 hours a week in getting six figures a year, then they should please let me know. Cause, <laughs> But uh, the thing is also like the whole like delayed gratification, the whole mm. consistency, the long term, it's like no one just ends up on a six figure salary. Yeah, like like I, I hope people can correct me if I'm wrong because I need to find a way to get there <laughs> and continue hustling smart. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> but like, I don't feel like you can get to a place where you're earning six figures, um, six figures a year without having to put in, like, mad amount of hours. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? 1,000%. But I also feel like I wouldn't do that for a long time. I'll do it for about two, three years and so, like, find a way to systemize it and then to get me hands-free, that, that kind of vibe. But then again, it's also, like, one thing I've noticed is people want different things. Yeah. Like, people... And it's, also, and it's totally fair enough. Like, I'm always stuck between, like, what to... Not what to choose, but like at the end of the day, you want to live your life because you can you can have all the mo- you could be chasing all the money in the world and never have it and never fully live your life. But you also want to make sure you're 
building, generating wealth, generational wealth and all these things. So it's very hard to find a balance. And that's why I just sort of try and live in the present, but also try and work for the future as well. So it's a tough one. But what, what about you? What would you... What would your response be to, to that question? In my present situation now, mm-hmm. I would I would I would have to decline it because oh, yeah. I've had like a, well, I won't say a six figure salary. I'll be super capping. But something that I, I had nice. something I would have doubled my wages mm-hmm. in the current world I was in, but it wasn't for that. Like, to be honest, yeah, in two years I could have made like shy of a hundred, but that's not long term. It's not. Gonna get me to where I want to be in the next like three to five years. So I thought, you know what, yeah. What was our paying shot a hundred just so we start adjusting our CVs, bro? <laughs> if you just let us know so we can start bro. going on job live. <laughs> but you know what's funny though is that I got approached on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. So was like, I saw this. I was literally like, you can ask like AJ and Glenn. Was that like um one of my friend's motives? Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking on my phone. I'm seeing this message. I'm like. Bro, what's this? I'm like, whoa. Mm. I thought, that's pain, but... Literally, do you know what's funny? The, the, um, the day after, I was going to Jersey for work. Okay. So if that job wasn't going to fly me out, I thought, I'll forget that. Mm. My work is flying me out. Like, even, like, next next month. I don't want to talk too much now, yeah. it, but watch it. It's crazy. Like, you're, you're going to be thinking, raw, like, how are you doing it? Yeah. But all I'm going to say is that, because I just need... Just time to myself because the whole resting thing, like we said, mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna need to rest a lot because, like, imagine going to like five countries in the space of like one month just to do work and yeah. like, make sure it's like shit's patterned is is a lot, but mm-hmm. it has to be done because it's like I see my manager last year. He went there. I see like for three, four weeks back to back. He's in different countries. Like yeah. he's in Mauritius. He's in. Um, no, he didn't go to Dubai. He went um, like Luxembourg, Jersey, all these places. I'm mm-hmm. thinking. I want to do that. That looks yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. You get like I want to put something on my CV to say, oh, like here's a value I know about international regulations. Da, 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 mm-hmm. Like it would be a nice experience. And then obviously, like in the future, leverage that, like try build your own firm yeah. or something. Then just plan from there, really. So mm-hmm. that's why I would decline it because it was, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like six figures, you can go get a mortgage on like three cribs and then yeah. like flip it, like use the equity there, mm-hmm. like flip it to six cribs and leverage that, flip it to 12. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not, obviously it sounds like bread and butter, but no, secretly you got to put yeah, in the work yeah, for. for sure. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. If if you asked me this in uni, I probably would have said yes. Yeah. But now, in the current situation, I am, I would have to say no. Oh, wow. Yeah. God is good. Amen. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, I, I hear that one still. And that's that's what I mean. Like there's there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. It's it's just down to whatever works for you. Well, and probably. really and truly, there's there are ways to get six figures without yeah. like doing those crazy hours, I guess. But I mean at one point you're you're gonna have to put mad amount of works, so whether it's 70 hours or not, whether it's more or whether it's just that you're doing longer days than everyone else, you are gonna have to pay pay the price. But no, that that was very very interesting. I would like to hear what other people think as well, because yeah. like like here already, there's two of us and we both think differently. So yeah, but there's, there's like a thread on Twitter, like yeah. we say like one two three have now said that oh, for sure. And even yeah. Twitter, they got the whole quote um quote tweet um bot now, which is quite yeah. dope. So you can see what other people are quote 
retweeted as well. So now I'm definitely gonna see what other people think because that's that's very interesting. Yeah. Even ask on your page, ask mm, on your page. Mm, mm, no, for sure. That'll, that'll be live. It'll be nice mm. to see people's reactions. No, definitely, because at the end of the day, everyone wants sort of different things in life. They want enjoyment. They want like legacy. They want, and you can have it. You you could want it all, and you can have it all. But yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see everyone's chasing different things. Really, yeah, but the only thing with like leaving a legacy that I feel like some people think it might come in two seconds, mm-hmm. but it's actually a lifelong thing. Like you actually have to, like like you were saying, the hours because it's not. Just hours and let's say that that 70, 70 hours in one yeah. week. No, it's like a mm-hmm. lifetime amount of hours. So the, the more hours you put in, the more you'll get out. And that's why I feel like the whole consistency topic yeah. is really important. Like even if it's like you put in two hours today, but then another day you have more time available, you can put eight hours in, and then but you have a minimum standard. So is that you're not you're not staying still, you're moving, mm-hmm. even if it's like far, fast progress or slow progress. Progress is still progress. Like progress doesn't shy away from anyone. Yeah. So you see the consistency thing, yeah. How would you know whether you're you're being consistent on the right thing? <sighs> I guess that's actually a good it's question. A, yeah. It's a tough question because a lot of the time, like it's like for me, for example, I always say this: like I wanted to get into investment banking yeah. and finance, all those kind of roles. So like from like year eleven, I was good. Or from even like from year ten, like just going hard with the whole internships, all these things. And obviously, I'm 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 motivated. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. Yeah. But like for me now, looking back at where I am now at marketing, and I was at investment banking. Like, I, I won't say I gave up, but I guess I just started trying different things. But, yeah. like, how would you know whether, like, you're being consistent and the, the right thing or whether it's, like, what you think you want, but it's really not? i say it depends on the amount of results you're seeing. So even if, for instance, I, I feel like with the whole job searching thing, because I could use... um. Am I going to use an example? I'm going to use one of my boys called Spencer. It's funny because I'm going to link him after. But um, I will say with him, I remember he told me he got like this Excel spreadsheet. He put like every single job that he applied Mm -hmm. for, put like the progress report basically. So he's tracking like his progress. So as he's like seeing his progress and he's like, let's say one has contacted him, one hasn't, it's just like, edit out for like three yeah. weeks one has contacted him saying oh telephone interview I guess that's when you can kind of tell you're consistent even mm. if it's like you're doing like a thousand jobs in a, yeah. in a month realistically I was going to do that mm-hmm. but or even like two jobs a month yeah. for the fact that you thought about going out there to mm-hmm. get what you want because mm-hmm. you know the results are not going to come straight away yeah. you know it's a process so for the fact you're willing to put that first foot forward and say you know what today's a new day yeah. let me put my CV out here let me try this job method or let me even let me even drop a gem like you might go on the um, company website see the telephone number and then phone up and then say oh would it be possible to speak to so and so in HR obviously do research see who the HR officers yeah. are and then just say oh um, because I got this application for this job I'm in the first interview with someone else but I feel like I could progress here I feel like this is the role for me would it be obviously you don't mm. you say that to the person but don't say that to who you like yeah. be straight, straight forward like oh would it be possible to speak yeah yeah I just want to talk to her about my application we're now there just um, now sell yourself like oh hi nice to meet you Um, basically I'm in the dilemma because I'm I'm really 
I've just seen the application. I'm really drawn to it. But however, I am in like two final stage interviews and the, and the companies are reputable. Will it be possible to like, do you think there's still a chance to apply? Have you like filled up your applications? Even just the way how you're talking, if you yeah. don't get to talk to them, drop your email. Like it don't kill. And if you don't get a result of that, is what it is you tried. Yeah. That's the main part. For the fact you jump out your comfort yeah. zone, that not many people are gonna do that. Mm. That's a standout candidate in my eyes. Yeah. I think I, I agree. And I think what was also important about that is the fact that at the end of the day, you are building character and resilience and yeah. like you just being consistent, even though it's not for you or you like you you'll never know unless you try, I guess. And yeah, that's the truth. I guess like somehow you you find out in the end, like maybe your focus shifts to something else and you just stay consistent at that new thing. Yeah. So I guess like there's no no right or wrong answer. Yeah. There's no way to really find out till you've done it. Do you get what I'm saying? Until yeah. Like whatever happens Happens Because it's funny Because things always like In my opinion I believe like Things always do get better And things always do Sort themselves out Because like Looking back from Like if you just reflect On any situation You've been in Like Look yeah. where you are now Do you get what I'm saying So yeah, definitely. I, I definitely Definitely agree that Regardless Like life always Figures itself out Yeah Just being patient And staying down Do you get what I'm yeah. saying Because even as you're Talking about situations mm. Um I was in the mad thing last summer. Like, mm. I was riding my bike as normal. Like, all like my friends and family know, like, I, I like to ride hard. Yeah, I like yeah, to yeah. ride. Cyclist, yeah. yeah, so then I'm not riding. And then this car is driving like awkwardly. And then, long story short, he just hit me now. Yeah. And then I've now landed on the island. And then I've hit like my shoulder. Uh, like that, that was calm. That yeah. was blessed. I scraped my um, like forehead a bit. I thought that was, the, that was the thing I was most concerned about. I didn't think anything else that. Mm. So then, I'm now like looked up and then my arms in a mad thing. My arms like in some weird position. I'm just like yeah. my arm, my arm, and now I'm like. And then yeah. you know what's funny? I saw one thing across the road. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, she might see that. Like, Lord, no, she blanked it. I was thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm good with all these things. You know, I'm blessed, like. <laughs> Because then it's like... You're in the town of space, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Cash on a drinking no, wow. But, but, but oh, let me not lie. I was more concerned about my arms. I was just thinking, yeah. I need some type of help. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, people came and then I just thought, oh, literally all I said in my head, yeah, this is a minor setback, major comeback. Mm. I kept t- trying to tell myself that. Yeah. Even like, um, oh my Lord, I was on morphine and all these stuff. Mm. And uh, I was just that like, talking crazy, but that's the main thing I was saying. Like minor setback, major comeback. Like this thing, you, you were out for like six months though. In that, bro, I was out for a minute. That mm. that first month, that felt like. At one point, I thought, oh, "Am I gonna come back?" Mm. And then it got to that like, September. I, I started to wear the brace. Yeah, it got it got better, and then I had like an event in October, and I thought. I've actually come such a long way. Yeah. I remember like when my arm was in a cast and now yeah. it's like, I've got some type of, like it, it hasn't that, like, um, the full mobility isn't that like, restored, but yeah. it's still something there to be grateful about because yeah, sure. there's some people that have no arms. Yeah. That's that's a that's a whole different yeah, case. definitely. And that, that, and that's the thing, it all comes down to perspective. Like yeah. as cliche or as yeah. like naive it might sound, but really into your perspective could really change your whole situation. Yeah, you're right. Because like at the end of the day, like for me, how, how I see things is like there's always someone in a worse position and there's always something to be grateful for and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And 
Now, although like someone might be in a in a position right now where like that could sound like so stupid to them, but that's the honest mm-hmm. truth. And it's just like your perspective really changes everything. Like for facts, like I know, like so, like last year or like for like two years, I was working this job here, yeah, and like my my how I saw the job was like. I saw it as like an opportunity rather than an obligation. Yeah. And like that really changed everything. So now I'm like, okay, today is another opportunity for me to get something or for me to to draw narrow. Do you get what I mean? Because I'm yeah, like, because like a lot of people who, who who could be working a job could just be like, oh, like I hate it here. Like this the ghetto, like this the, <laughs> this the worst shit ever. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like, this is also an opportunity. For example, like wherever you are, like say for me, I was like, um, I was going out to different properties. Yeah. So I'm like, I could meet someone in this property and could like be my mentor now, could change, yeah. like give me a better role, something like that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so you're actually thinking about yeah, something positive. Exactly. You're manifesting that in the mind. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I feel like when you sort of have that perspective in life and always seeing like the grass is always greener yeah. and can always be greener. And it's just like you watering it. Do you get what I mean? It sort of changes how things sort of play out for you rather than you just, like, reflecting on the negative yeah. side. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, like, I know for a fact that, like, when, when I was working, I, I I didn't like it or whatever. But when I wasn't working, it was also like, oh, shit, like, where's the next pay and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, the grass is always greener wherever you water it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's never like, oh, yeah. Like, because, like, when I quit my job at first, I was, like, happy then two, three weeks kicked in and then <laughs> everyone's getting paid at the end of the month and like, I'm like, shit, like, I'm freelancing, like, I'm getting paid when people want to, like, pay yeah. me, do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't want to swear, but I know people yeah. feel my pain, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's how I saw the, sort of how it was, so it's just making, like, having that perspective that life is greener where you water it, like, at the end of the day, like, you have to make make it work and you have to change your perspective on sort of negative situations, if you get what I mean. So. Yeah, 100%. Because even with that situation, mm-hmm. I felt so much positive came out of it. Yeah. Like, I was just looking at that because in, in that time of, in that time frame, like, my mental health was over the roof. I like it was imagine. Doing, like, it was fluctuating. One minute I'm thinking, yeah, moment I'm thinking, oh, this person, what? This person's saying he's pro, but he didn't even wish me well. Like, mm. like there was even one guy... I don't even want to talk about it too much. I don't want to manifest that kind yeah. of energy. I don't want to... But it's like... I was looking at my thought. You said I'm your big bro, but you can't even check on big bro. Mm. I, I, I need to cut you off. My whole family was helping me. Yeah. Like, I even went to, like, um my job interview with my cast and that. Mm. Even my director saw me. She was just like, oh, no. Oh, what happened? Like, I was talking about Trying it. And then I feel it. like... <laughs> 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 no, but God bless her because she's actually a lovely woman. Like, yeah. We actually... Like, we didn't just have an interview, we actually had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I felt that connection there and then. Like, even with my manager as well, like, I felt that. But with him, I felt like he wanted to, he didn't want to show his cards, didn't it? Because obviously he's trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying That's to let me know yeah. that, like, this is how I am, mm-hmm. like, this is how the patterns are in this company. But with my director, obviously, she can, like, show more, mm-hmm. like, she can express more. Yeah, that's so, how my interview was as well, yeah. male and female. And... Yeah, because it, it's nicer when it's more of a, like, yeah. conversation. Like, you can ask them questions and it's like, yeah, sure. if they fall under pressure, then that shows you had mm-hmm. good questions under your belt. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's, that's yeah, that's dope because, like, I can't, I can definitely imagine your mental health being a crazy one. 
Like just the whole hospital scene is is yeah. depressing as it is. But I was I was, I was still making videos. Mm. That's yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember. I was still making videos because yeah. I thought, you know what? Yeah, I can either be depressed and say, my arm, my arm, my arm, or I can think, you know what? Yeah, let me make a video so later mm. on when I'm now feeling down. There was a time when I was even downer than this. Yeah. Like, that was probably like. I feel like I wouldn't even say it's my lowest, but that was a that was probably, probably the low for 2019. Yeah. But in life, mm. I'll say it was more of an up because it, it made me realize that yo, you need a break. The whole yeah. resting thing, like I was trying to say, yeah. And I just feel like that was my biggest resting period. Like taking mm. that month off made me realize that yeah, I need to take time with what I'm doing. I need to rest instead of working hard. Like work smart, hustle smart. Yeah, you know what hustle I'm smart. Now for sure. Um, I I I remember. I think I said I said this quote on on the pot, like couple episodes before. Something like, "There's no glory in a grind that in a grind that grinds you to dust." Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like you can be working super hard, but if it's burning you out or if it's killing you inside, it's not really worth it. And that's not oh, why you start working or why you start a business or why you start building a career and all these things. It's not for it to burn you out. It's for it to end up working for you and stuff like that. So yeah. I feel like your body defo teach not like forces you to to rest. Yeah, and, definitely you, forces like, you. Know, yeah. And that's the thing. That's why it's so funny because like when when I get ill, because like, I hardly get ill, but when yeah. I get ill, I know it's my body saying like you need to you need a yeah. couple of days out because like that's the only time when I know like shit I got to rest or I can't leave my bed or yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. one of them ones. But yeah, like I feel like that's probably that was, that was probably the same. Like you probably needed that rest as well, yeah. recharging, <laughs> realigning, all that stuff. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And it was a massive detox as well. Even though that was all on like these crazy drugs yeah. and that, but it was a detox from life because I didn't, I wasn't out there as much. Mm. So I probably went to maybe like one or two things. Just because it's like actually, I went to a few things just because um as the arm got better, obviously you want to like get fresh air and yeah. all these stuff. But then in a the main period, nah, no, nah, not at all. If anything, mm. I, I I mean I might have gone out just so like um I could do something productive. Yeah. Like um I went to do a few viewings for um what's this thing the the October event okay. so obviously I would go out then but I wouldn't go out just to like see friends because what that, so yeah for those who don't know what was, what was the October event um oh no <laughs> it was um my games night, my first ever games night so yeah. it was on the 5th of October like literally that was the craziest part yeah basically it was just the games night where like we had like interactive games so like icebreakers yeah. everyone like getting to know each other etc you never know who you could meet like yeah. you could meet a mentor for instance yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think even one of my friends was telling me that oh one of my brethren they said yeah that like, I could be like your mentor so that, that's a yeah you get it so I, I was just I just more created that just so that it was it was something fun it was something different like not every day like yeah. shake your ass and all these things like actually go out talk to someone mm-hmm. see what similarities you have and enjoy yourself like enjoy the games um like my sister made cupcakes those cupcakes ran out I had to take like three because yeah, everyone's moving yeah, nuts yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then um, lastly, there was like two um, two talks. Like um, one of my guys called um, what is it? Shepherd, Shepherd Bush. Ah, oh, I can't I can't remember I can't remember. It's, yeah, it's have mad. To shout him yeah. out, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I'm gonna shout him out there. I'm gonna shout him out there. Make sure you shout him out then. But yeah, who else? Who else spoke? And then literally, it was just me. So literally, it was just yeah. me and him. Nice. Yeah. So we we literally done our thing. Everyone was loving it, and then yeah. Just progress from there, really. No, that's dope. Because yeah. I remember I also met you at a networking event. Um, it was the BXB one. Yeah, the BXB yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's that's where I first met you. So like, where you, have you always been sort of like involved in like networking events and stuff like that? Like, have you always like sort of been putting yourself out there from early, or was that just something last year you decided to try? Because I think that was one of my main goals last year to yeah. start networking more and start pushing myself out. And it was like nerve wracking, bro. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Can like, imagine. like I used like I used to be like shit in pants, like when I, <laughs> and like cause like one time, so I used to go networking with my boss yeah. and like cause we were working for a small company, and we we're also trying to get new leads, trying to build new relationships yeah. and stuff like that. And then one time he just told me he's not coming, and I was like, shit, should I go home? <laughs> like that's how that's how, no, that's how scared I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, my 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 theory is like, whenever my heart starts beating, I have to do it. So like, my heart was beating crazy, bro. I was like, you know what? He's told me he's not coming. I'm like 50 minutes from home. If I leave now, I can get home in time yeah. to call off. And do you get what I mean? But I'm also thinking like, what if? Like, do you get me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what if I miss that one person? Or what if? Do you get what I mean? So like, I feel like that's when I just had to push myself. Extra yeah. my comfort zone, and luckily I met some dope people that I'm still friends with today. Do you get yeah. what I mean? That's so good. That's it's good. like you just never know, and sometimes you just have to push yourself out that comfort zone because it's always easy to retreat and just go back into that show. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you are right. I feel the first um, networking event I went to was in 2018. You know, okay, yeah, it was like um like um a, a small black people's event, if I'm honest. Okay, so it's like we were talking to different people, and then me and my friend kind of had this goal where, okay, cool, let's see who can talk to the most people, innit? Because mm. like we used to do stuff in uni as well, but it's like in terms of like actual out here in London networking, that was different. I was like, what? I'm talking How? to like. Um, it's because like it's, it's more professionals. It's yeah, not like so you're looking to, at so students. So to be fair, yeah. I feel like yeah, I do feel like people put a lot of people not people overcomplicate the word yeah. networking. Yeah, yeah honestly, because I just deep yeah. it. Like when we're doing ACS events yeah, yeah. and when we're going out to meet people and meet and greets and all that stuff, yeah. that is networking. Do you get? What I mean, networking yeah, yeah, is just yeah. legit building relationships, meeting yeah. new people, and. Stuff like that But I feel like When you say networking People think Oh yeah it's like Business and corporations Yeah like you gotta present This hands. mad presentation Yeah yeah to yeah say, Oh I can help you In this this that Or what I need yeah. from you But no it's literally like Like you said Building mm-hmm. relationships So it's not Oh what can I take from you It's yeah. like How can we add value together And I think you For said sure. this In the first or second mm. podcast But I started to realise That like when When was it I must have Met like this um German politician in okay. uni, like and then um, I was more asking her like stuff I wanted, but I didn't care towards what she yeah. wanted. And she didn't reply to me. I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. I've miscued the whole mm-hmm. networking thing. It's not 
what can can you, you take from yeah, her? It's like yeah, for sure. Like, let's see how we can grow together. Yeah, let's see how we can help so, each other. So once I realized that is that um in the networking event that I did go to with my friend, mm-hmm. like we we just spoke to like five different people and it's like I told her I'm going to meet a chartered accountant, mm-hmm. but I believe that with my heart because um I was reading this book called the um the resonance um the resonance field and the D- uh, no the DNA field plus the law of resonance. Okay, so that one day like. Put me in a different mind mind frame to like have. Can you just say that again for those who? Um, oh, sorry, yeah, I might have said it a bit too fast. Too sorry, fast, but um, yeah, it's called um the DNA field and the law of resonance by Pierre Frank. So um, we'll, we'll drop the deals yeah, there we'll or like the DM deals. me if you want it. Yeah, but we'll yeah. drop the deals in the notes and stuff. Yeah, so. Like when I was reading that, it put me in a different mind frame because it's now it's telling you to like believe with your heart, yeah. not think. With the belief of your uh, mind, okay. so because your your heart's more has a, has more of a resonance field compared to your like mind. Your mm-hmm. mind's that does it for like maybe covers like the energy field covers your head when your heart covers like two point five meters because it has that much like energy in in it. If you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So as I realized this, I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna channel stuff not from my mind but from my heart. So as I now said, oh, I'm gonna meet this chartered accountant. I actually did meet a chartered accountant. That's what smacks it. Mm. Like, I didn't meet, like, the one I wanted because I wanted more of an like, ACCA or ACA, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was grateful for the fact that I know whatever I manifest in this world, yeah. I'm going to get it yeah, regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, we spoken that, and then uh, I spoke to one of our other friends as well. He worked in Barclays. I think he's moved on to somewhere else. So, like, even just speaking to them too, like, they give me a different insight. They just let me know, oh, I keep grinding that. Like, yeah. Don't worry, you're going to get your graduate role. And now I've actually got the graduate role, like, what, a whole two years after, um, yeah. was it two? Yeah, two years after I'm um, graduating. I'm like, I'm grateful. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm out here trying to do what I've got to do. You know? Yeah, for you sure. Know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, that's dope. I feel like when I sort of simplified networking mm. and sort of changed it to, more giving rather than taking yeah. seeing how I can help really did change a lot of things for me so like when you're meeting people and you're saying yeah like is there any way I can help you is there any way I can be of service to you and that's that's the same thing that goes for LinkedIn as well yeah. so like when introducing myself to people I'm not like oh is it can we go for a coffee or do you yeah. mind if I ask you a few questions I just sort of try and find a pain point so instead of like I'm now doing more like quality over quantity like at yeah. first I was going crazy and before I, would, I wouldn't stop DMing people till I've reached my maximum account like maximum <laughs> number like What's which is like 50 50 yeah and yeah, yeah I, was, I was going hard yeah. but it's like if you just find one or two people you study yeah. them you find a max you find a pain point and if you have a solution for them. So for example, me, like how I met my mentors, um, he's like, he's like a um so he does like music and like music management, music branding and all that stuff. Like so he does a lot of business deals when it comes to like brands and music and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I saw that his pain point is more towards his own personal brand. Like he's managing everyone, but who's managing him? Do you get what I mean? So, like, I was able to sort of come up with, like, a pitch deck. And yeah. and you can't do this for everyone because you don't have time. So, like, yeah. that's why you have to focus on one or two people. So, like, the first time when I met him, I said, like, yeah, like, he was like, yeah, like, any questions you have, just let me know. Like, we'll meet up and I can help. I see how I can help you, see who I can introduce you to. But I'm like, I want to help you. 
I was like, oh, like, I remember you said that you're you're struggling to do so and so forth. I came up with a few solutions. And that sort of flipped things because people want to help you more when you're able to help them rather than yeah. when they just feel like you're draining them and you're sucking yeah, things yeah, away yeah. from them. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. So I feel like when I sort of changed the whole like, and it's just like as a human being, you should be more giving and taking. Yeah, and I feel like the world would be much a better, yeah. a much better place <laughs> if everyone did view things yeah. that way. And it's just like yeah, so like when it comes to networking, you're offering things out rather yeah. than trying to see what you can gain from them. Or when you're trying to find a mentor, you're now reaching out to them in a way where you're more selfless and where it's more like let me help you. And from helping you, I'm able to get get a lot of value, and I'm able to get mentorship from you. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. like it's it, it's like it's all good. You saying to me like oh yeah, like or someone saying to you like oh yeah, like I would love for you to be my mentor. You saying to someone I'd love for you to be my mentor. Um, is there any way like we can set something up? But people people are very busy. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. People want solution providers, not more problems. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's being able to flip that and be like okay. I know you're a busy person. What about I'm able to help you with this so I can lighten your load? And that way, they're like, okay, cool, I want this person around more. And when you're just around them, you you, you get a lot of gems because yeah. you're around someone who is very knowledgeable and has a wealth of knowledge and is willing to share it because they're giving it to someone who is yeah. helping them out. So I feel like when people are able to change that perspective and change the way they sort of go about things, it can really be of um, huge difference to you yeah. in everything, really. Would you say your manager at work could be one of your biggest mentors? Of course, of course. Of yeah. course, and that's the thing a lot of people think. Like, and, I, and I say this to people, a lot of people overcomplicate mentorship, networking, all these things. Like a mentor could be your older brother yeah. or your my older sister. Like, there's a lot of knowledge you can gain from them. Mentorship is just, like, someone who's been before you and is able to teach you things yeah, and you're able to learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, a mentor... Like, I've been to, like, free mentorship programs and all that stuff, and that's good. But you can also have informal mentors, mentors who you, like, just speak to on a level. Like, it could yeah. be friendship, where you're able to learn from them. Your friends are also mentors. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's a lot yeah. of people who are doing stuff that you want to do and you can ask them and they can mentor you in that sense. Yeah. But it's it's not always... Like, mentorship, is, for me, has never been like a contractual agreement. Me saying, okay, I agree to be so-and-so's mentee and they agree to be my mentor and I will do this and do this and do this to make sure I'm fulfilling my part of the mentorship agreement. Do you get yeah. it's It's never been as formal for me and it, I don't think it's ever going to be formal for anyone like that. It's more like building personal relationships with people who you aspire to be one day or who you can learn a lot from and being able to now build a relationship with them and you're able to get a wealth of knowledge and you're also able to mentor them back and give them mm. a wealth of knowledge because a lot of the time if they're 30, 40 and you're in your 20s there's a lot that has happened like I'm here to, I'm here teaching my mentor how to be much better on social media yeah. do you get what I mean? and to me that's like it could to me, that's something that every young person can do because we're more on it than them. No, like, you, there's, yeah. like, bro, TikTok, there's a lot of people who are leveraging teaching companies or clients how to use TikTok well. No. Do you get what I mean? And it's just like these 18-year-olds are going to be much better than someone like our age even no. or then imagine someone who's double our age. Yeah, because I, I realise with the younger generation, yeah. they got time yeah. to actually 
do their research and all these stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if they really wanted to get into like the arts of how to utilize, but we we them. also we also got time as well. Yeah. We're we're less busy than people with families and kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. See that I mean, that's the thing. Sure. Yeah, I feel like the whole time concept is even misconstrued because mm-hmm. it's like. What is time in in terms of how do you utilize yeah. it? Like, what are you actually doing with the remaining hours mm-hmm. in the day? So, even like, like you said, we can do research. Well, you like for me right now, the, like my main focus is on that like, work, CNL, you know, yeah. doing studies, and then just like building my myself personally. Mm-hmm. So, even like that might consist of. I might read a book yeah. like once a month or I might think, oh, let me conduct research. Like, or let me find out about the motherland or let me find out about our European yeah. counterparts and all these stuff. Like, yeah. Or even like, I feel like one of the best things like man them on the roads could do is get elocution lessons, learn how to talk properly in the mm-hmm. office. I've never had elocution lessons, yeah. but just like looking in the office, adapting like just how to answer the phone, like, yeah. hi, how are you? Like we all got that way yeah, secretly, yeah, yeah. you get it. The code. Yeah. The code. <laughs> sure. You get what I mean? Because yeah. in the office, I'm not gonna say certain stuff unless it's like like let's say like I'm the training of my team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're gonna talk in a certain yeah, way. Let's for say, sure. yeah, we're gonna have our codes and yeah. da, 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 but it's not 24-7, you're gonna wanna even speak slang. Mm-hmm. Even I, I just feel like we can evolve and do our own thing. Like we yeah, can we definitely can. Yeah, like we we can teach others how to mm-hmm. pattern and how to like execute and yeah. X, Y, and Z. Like there's so much, even like us talking now, this is probably a mentorship program for someone who's yeah. listening. That's the thing. You can also have like mentors who you don't even know, like yeah. like online mentors. Like I remember when I was starting out, like Gary V, yeah, Mark yeah, Adone, yeah. Eric Thomas, all these people were able to sort of be like a mental figure to me. And yeah. you don't need to know them personally, but they have a whole lot of content out there that is the same thing they'll say to you in real life. Yeah. Like that's the thing You don't always need Someone's time You just need Their content You just need their knowledge And you can leverage it And now learn from Their mistakes And all. And a lot of these things Are out there That's what like YouTube is for So yeah. that's the thing That like, a lot of people Like want this Personal mentorship And there's no mentor That's going to be able To fast track your progress yeah. Now there's mentors That are going to put you In certain places And make things easier for you But I mean like You don't just find a mentor And then that's it. You're now you've now been successful. You're still gonna need to graft. So you're gonna put have to put a bit like a, a whole lot of work and have to be patient as well. Do you get what I'm saying? There's no mentor that can be like, okay, yeah, I've changed your life. But at the end of the day, like that, there's not there's no real like fast track to, to success at the end of the day, regardless of who you know. Like everyone who got to where they are had to work for it, and you also have to work for it as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Nothing easy in the South yeah, Council. For sure. But just quickly for all our people to know a bit more about you, um, I'm going to ask three fire questions. Yeah. So um, let me go. So, what's the best book you've read? Um, what's your bigger goal or what's your bigger why? Um, and what is the worst advice you've ever given? What's the best advice you've ever been given? Cool. In terms of my favorite book, it's called. Cool. Ooh, ooh, no, there's a there's a contest, you know. 
cool. I'll list out like two or three. Cool. Um, I got one called Sleepers. It's like a non-fiction of like four boys. They grew up all together, and then um, they done this mad thing where they pushed the car, they killed a man, they went to they went to bin, and then like they all came out different. Like two of them came out like thugs. One of them came out as a lawyer, I believe, and then I can't remember what happened to the other one. But that one's interesting. I'm not gonna talk too much on it. Yeah, no, nah, I, I like that because it's not everyday self-help yeah. books. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not everyday, <laughs> isn't it? But yeah, sleepers. Yeah. yeah, and then the second one will be um the Prince by Niccolo Machiavelli. This one's a total like it's outside of my remit. Mm-hmm. When my sister brought me into this, I thought, yo, this could set me a good five ten years ahead. Mm. So like like that one day is is more like philosophy. So he's more talking about the art of revenge. Like if you're gonna do it, do it properly. Do it so that when you inflict. Um, like, like, let's say, for instance, like, um, I don't want to use, this, I don't want really to use this what Hitler, like, he he wanted to do his thing, and like, he wasn't thinking about, uh, the repercussions. He was just going out there, and he knew that the revenge, he was inflicting. No one was really trying to beef him, and that's an example that's even in the book. It's, mm. it's not a popular example, but yeah. those are the kind of people that are being ref, um, referred to as um, like a prince figure. Mm. And then, uh, what is it you asked? Yeah, what's your bigger why? Or what's like your yeah. ultimate goal? Uh, my, my bigger why is just, it's just to provide back for the community, if I'm dead honest. It mm. might sound cliche, yeah. but it's like, for me doing like all these like posts on Insta, yeah. like workshops, and even like just being on your podcast, like grateful for it. Like it's, it's me putting myself out there so someone else can put their self out yeah. there and they can put their friends out there. Like just everyone doing something. Like everyone needs to be out here doing something positive. Mm-hmm. Like forget all the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Sorry, What's the worst advice you've ever been given? I think the worst advice I've ever been given is to not take risks because... The amount of risk I've taken since since like 17, 18, like I I've oh, mate, I remember 18, I was dead flat on my face. And then it's only until like 19, 20, I started to pick myself up yeah. and like go out there and like take bigger risks and mm-hmm. gambles and it actually paid off. So yeah, for sure. Now I say the worst advice was not to take risk. Man. And what's the best advice you've ever been given? <sighs> go out there, the balls your Easter. Mm-hmm. Because now I've actually seen it with my own two eyes where it's like, if you put in the work, it doesn't matter like how long, keep going, like don't stop. Yeah. And as I haven't stopped, it's like the opportunities that's coming my way is endless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, that's, the, that's the best advice. Like and just go out lastly, there and watch your history. What's one principle you live by? <laughs> it's funny, but being consistent. Yeah, that's literally it. That's literally it. Like, because even if it's like one hour a day, yeah, or like, like, cool, let's say like you have 365, yeah, 365 days, you set yourself a minimum standard and just go at it. So that's what I've been doing and that's what I'm going to continue to do. Oh. And I've, I've literally seen the growth, so I can give that advice out yeah. there and like, or the one principle, sorry, like, yeah. And just like have everyone else try to replicate the same thing, like baby yeah, stuff. That's dope. Yeah, man, that's dope. Um, that's what I'm gonna end it with. Yeah. I appreciate you for coming. Yeah. And Thank one you thing, for even I, bringing yeah, me up. no problem. One thing I want to like just end it on is like keep on showing up. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah. you never know. Like you're always one away. Like yeah. you're always one conversation away. You're always one like 
social media posts, you're always one away. You're always one podcast episode away from that turning point. So just keep on showing up every day, stay consistent and keep pushing on. And remember to focus on things that move the needle. And yeah, Alex is Alex is not here and I didn't brief you, but thank you everyone for, for listening once again. Um, like we always say, if you want to get involved, send us a DM or an email. Um, we appreciate everyone for listening. Like, share and subscribe. And remember, guys, focus on things that move the needle. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys for even listening. Thank you guys for even listening to me, Shubs. It's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure to honestly just be here and be on the platform. It's something special. Keep watching, trust me. Appreciate that, bro. Thank you. Thank you.